Welcome to the Expert Economy Podcast with your host, Naomi Johnson, three times author, LinkedIn guru, profile writer, and founder of The Expert Economy, the place where industry's best thinkers come to glean the tips and wisdom they need to build their business, life, and mindset, and create abundance for themselves and the clients they serve. Now, here's your host, Naomi Johnson. Hello and welcome to this episode where we are going to be talking about LinkedIn and busting some myths around LinkedIn. Now, I have been training in this area for the last seven years, teaching people how to use LinkedIn to generate leads and become the go-to expert in their industry. And my main thing that I've been doing for the last five years is writing people's LinkedIn profiles. And I've gone to different talks. I've given talks at networking meetings. I've given talks on big stages. I've gone everywhere spreading this message. And the one thing that keeps coming back are these myths. These myths about how you can't get business from it, you can't do this, you can't do that, and how do I make this happen? In this podcast, I want to go over with you some of these myths and really just blow them out of the water so you can uh, start getting real success with it. So the first thing I want to tell you is, um, the first myth I have is people saying, I don't know how to use LinkedIn. And you know what's really interesting? This is also people who have been to training, LinkedIn training, spent quite a lot of money going in, attending the day or doing an online course. And they still sit there absolutely baffled saying, I don't know how to use LinkedIn. I do question that though, because <laughs> they must learn something. But the truth is that it's not actually um, that the training course was inadequate. It was actually that we are feeling inadequate because a, a really vital piece is missing. Because when we go to trainings like this, we're actually only going to retain 10% of anything we learn. And that's on the first day. And research has shown that every day after a, a training, we get less and less. We, we, start, we start losing that information. And the only way that we can retain the information that we learn on a training course is to actually be implementing it. And one of the things with implementing is that you need to have a strategy that you know how you're going to be implementing these things. Because it's all very well to say, we click a button here, we run a search there, we send an in message to this person. And we we comment on these different things on people's profiles and on, on, on their comment on their status updates and things. It's all very well to say those things, but what are you doing it for? Why are you right? Why are we doing these things? And so it can become really easy just to stare at a blank screen because we just don't have a sales process in place. We don't have an end goal that we're actually going for. And you can spend loads of time on on the platform feeling this pressure that you should be on there, that you should be doing something but actually not get anything from it. And so what I found is that it's not necessarily technically that people don't know how to use LinkedIn. They just don't know how to use the technology to get them where they want to go because it has been made user-friendly. It is easy to work out how to do something. If you just click around, you can teach yourself really quickly. But the key thing is, is knowing what you want to get as an end result and then doing those things and knowing what those things are to do and then obviously doing them so you get really, really good at it. So I've given you already a little bit of um, note, a bit of background to myself um, that I actually began doing LinkedIn profile reviews over seven years ago now. Um, and this was working for one of the leading training companies that was delivering LinkedIn. And we worked with some major organizations as well as an awful lot of um, expert entrepreneurs. Not that we were using that term then. 
And what I did when I got into that company was we needed a way to get leads. So I offered people a LinkedIn profile review, knowing that people love to know how well they're performing and what they're doing and if they're doing it right. And so sure enough, people would book in for this LinkedIn profile review and I would go through it with them. I would tell them everything that they needed. I listen and learn about their business and then I tailor my advice and give them um you know, really personalized advice on what to do. And so this opened up the conversation then to come on our LinkedIn training course and we got a really high conversion from it. But there were two things that I noticed over the two years I was working with these guys. And it wasn't, um, basically, they weren't implementing the training we provided. So at a certain point, we decided that we were going to split the training into two half days and we were going to put these two half days three weeks apart. And, you know, so that that people could learn and then they'd come back and they would have implemented some stuff and they could like layer on the learning and and get that much further. But what we found was that life got in the way during that time and most people didn't apply what they had learnt. And also with all the advice that I'd given them about their LinkedIn profile, it turned out they were too close to their own business to look at it objectively from an audience point of view. And also they just weren't wordsmiths to be able to say it clearly and concisely and pitch it in the space provided and work with the psychology of how people actually operate on LinkedIn. And they were just too busy to do it themselves anyway. So it was at that point that I actually started offering to do it for people. Um, And that's when I began the profile company. Um, And I was writing eight to 10 profiles a month. um, And people really expected me then to really go into LinkedIn training, the real click the button, now do this, now do that. But I knew it wasn't the route I wanted to go down because I'd already seen an inefficiency in this route. I saw a bigger problem. And it was a problem that had been really trained into me by a guy called Daniel Priestley from um, Dent, who you may have cu- you may have heard of, author of the book Key Person of Influence. Um, and I've been friends with Daniel since I think 2006, and I was on his very first Key Person of Influence program. So as I was giving away all this information about how to do your LinkedIn profile, I was also bringing in all these strategies that he he had about how to position yourself as an expert as well. And constantly, I'm constantly going back to his training and and re getting new just distinctions um, and what I noticed was that um, that people really didn't have the right the right things in their business the right structures in their business so it could be all very well for me to write someone's LinkedIn profile for them but if they didn't actually have the structures in their business they were never going to get return on investment and I'm going to go into what some of those instructions structures in the business are that will really make your your LinkedIn profile and therefore your LinkedIn activity really work for you um, so I'm going to go into that at the end of this session but I just want to talk about the fact that your activity on LinkedIn is not about being it's not about vanity. It's not about growing a massive following. It's not about having lots and lots of people commenting on all of your posts and being really, really active. I mean, that is lovely to have and, and really great. And I think it's a real sign that someone who's doing a lot. But my thing is that's great if you're a campaigner and you're an influencer um, and you're looking to sell product massively. But as expert entrepreneurs, it's not necessarily what we're after. What we are after is those big, juicy columns. Cl- uh, client projects where we can go in and make a valuable valuable transformation in somebody's business by bringing our skill set our know-how and our knowledge 
to a situation and turning it around in a way that the owner of that business and all of their employees couldn't have done for themselves, that they rely on us to do. And in doing that, we continue to grow our expertise and our record of of delivering amazing results. And so this isn't about going down that campaign route of, um, you know, needing a really big following, which is my um, second myth, actually, is I need a really big following. This myth so number one, the first myth is I don't know how to use LinkedIn. The second myth is I, I need to build a following. The answer to this is yes and no. And it really ties into myth three, which is I need a large number of connections. Now, these these things are, are real as much as they are not real. If you have spent any time with me yet or you go on to spend some time with me, you'll come to know that I am all about the paycheck. I am all about winning that business and the fastest way to winning that business and not um, just about the vanity of having good graphics, a good website, um, you know, having people following you, being a big influencer. All those things, in my opinion, come second or they are actually a completely different career path that you're going down. Um, so, the thing with with this is it's all about knowing your outcome. And when you know what your outcome is, and if you've read my book, which obviously you probably know, you can get a free copy of on my website, www.theexperteconomy.co.uk. If you go onto that website, you'll get a copy of my book, The Expert Economy. And in there throughout, I talk about sales appointments. So much so I had to check myself that I wasn't constantly repeating myself. And the editor said, you don't repeat yourself. So <laughs> it, was, but it was such a worry for me because the biggest thing I can only say to you is it's about sales appointments because sales appointments is where the money comes from. Money cannot come into your business or your life unless you're having a sales appointment. I don't know why I said life there because you could win the lottery. So that's, that's just a silly point. <laughs> um, so but money doesn't come into your business unless you're having sales appointments. Now to have those sales appointments, you just need to get in front of the right people and say the right things. And so you could not have a great deal of people who are connections and followers, but you could, or you could be making the right number of sales. So when I got started in my business, the profile company five years ago, I probably had around 1,200 connections. And that, yet, yeah, out of those connections, I was able to bring in enough business to make a full-time business and to, you know, cover all my overheads and then some. And obviously, over the time, that's grown up and up and up. So it's not necessarily that you need to have a large number of contacts or contacts that you don't know or do all that clicking around and just add, 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 add and hope people add you to their network. You can do a hell of a lot beforehand. So, um, so I've covered there that you don't need a large number of contacts, which is myth three, and also that you don't need to build a big following. It, these things you will do in the process as you go along, but they are not the objective and they are not the thing holding you back and they are not the thing stopping you winning business via LinkedIn. Also in my book, you can read about the, the difference between the expert versus the influencer. Um, I sum it up much better in the book. So uh, just for time's sake, I'm not going to go into that here. Uh, but if you are someone who's more introverted, you, you operate in privacy more, you just like to do your own thing quietly, then you, you probably don't like the idea of being an influencer. Um, you rather just stick in the, the expert field of things. Um, and that's totally possible for you to build a very successful business just by being yourself. <laughs> so myth four, um, you can win business through LinkedIn. Mm, can you or can you not? Well, I've already said that I did. But let's be really honest about what we mean by winning business through LinkedIn. Because I've also said something else that's really, really important. 
that you need to have a sales conversation. And that sales conversation will only happen when you get the person on the phone or you get them on Zoom. I don't really recommend face-to-face at this early stage um, unless it's a really in-depth proposal, but then I would have already scoped them out and got a good clear idea over the phone and Zoom first. Um, And then if it's necessary and the price tag is right, then you would go to -to face-to-face. Lots I could divert into saying there, but I must keep myself on point. Um, So the answer is yes and no. You get leads through LinkedIn, but you win the business by speaking to your prospect. You have to have a sales appointment. And this really comes down to you and what you offer. People do not show up to sales appointments. They show up to something that has some value, that something's in it for them. So I offer a LinkedIn profile review. It's free. It's 30 minutes. And I give it away to my idle clients as a way of really getting to know a person um, and spending time with them to see if my, my package is right. You need a way of dressing up your sales appointment that it comes across as a real value add because even though you're offering something for free, you've got to appreciate that it's not actually free for your prospect. Them coming on on the phone with you is them giving up time. Them telling you their information is them being vulnerable and giving away some probably very confidential information. And they have got to be able to trust you to do that. And that doesn't come free. They're also evaluating the the benefit of speaking to you for half an hour, and that you might solve the problem compared to actually just going out and putting that out the latest fire in their business that's really pressing them and urging them to to stay where they are. Because you can just imagine... You've got staff having a big fight, for example, in the factory floor. Let's just use this example. You've got staff having a big fight on the factory floor. Production has stopped. You're now in major, costing you per minute a lot, a lot of money. And they're having a big fight. And I say to you, come on the phone with me. Come and have a conversation. What's going to make that person come and have a conversation with you other than get down onto that production floor and actually sort it out right there and then? The answer is they will, they will lead them to fight it out and sort themselves out if they think that you have a solution that is a long-term solution that will avoid this situation ever happening again. It's all about the balancing. So myth four, you can win business through LinkedIn, but you've got to be realistic. It's actually the lead that you are getting. It's their interest. It's converting them, like I talked about in episode one, about um, helping nurture that person through their decision-making process and getting to the point where they're ready to invest in a solution. That's all the things you're doing on LinkedIn with all of your content. And now you're getting them to book a time to speak to you. So yes, you can get business through LinkedIn, but let's not forget it's actually about getting that sales appointment. And that sales appointment could come in really quickly or it could take a few months to to nurture that person. So myth five, should I be sending campaign messages via inbox? Well, I think that what we have seen in the recent months since COVID happened and we all got um, relegated to our houses is that people have really turned to LinkedIn for lead generation. And what this has meant is people sending inbox messages. And oh my goodness, (sighs) it's about 10, 10 messages a day where someone connects with you and immediately follows up with, this is what I do, this is how I help, can I help you, do you want a sales appointment? And the answer is no, that is so unsophisticated. If I was interested in your services, I'd be looking for those services. And when you connect with me with the sole purpose of putting your objective in front of me, it's spammy, it's, it doesn't respect me as an individual. And it just, it's irrelevant, it, it, feels, it feels very self-seeking. 
And it's not the basis of what LinkedIn is about, where LinkedIn is about collaboration. It's about conversation. It's about working together and pointing things out to each other. Say, hey, well, have you tried this out? Have you seen that? Could this be a solution for you? Or, ha, oh, that meme's really funny. You lightened up my day. Um, you know, it's about collaboration. So if this person's just connected with me and then suddenly it's all about their objective and what they want, then I just feel like a well, you, you probably get them themselves. Have a think about how you feel when you receive those messages and you feel disappointed that, oh, okay, it's all about what you want. Um, no, I don't want that, actually. And, and the other thing is as well is to note that it's not actually the person doing it. It can really well be just some very low-skilled person um, putting messages, uh, copying messages in. And I had a perfect example of this yesterday when uh, I said, I'm really sorry, but I absolutely can't stand it when people send me a message and all they're doing is promoting something straight off. And he goes, yes, I agree. I said, so why do you do it? And he wrote about the sentence that made no sense at all. And I said, that sentence makes no sense. And he goes, yes. I said, so you agree that it doesn't make sense? And he goes, yes. I says, why did you send it? And it's like, okay, bye. <laughs> and like the grammar and the spelling, it just became so clear that this, this what looked like a business person, the person behind the scenes actually was just someone clicking buttons. So if that's what you're doing, it really lacks authenticity and it really lacks the connection that's required in order to um, really create a great connection. The other thing is, is someone recently got in touch with me um, locally and it was an accountancy practice and they were doing the same thing. And I wrote back and I said, you know what? It's great that you're being proactive, but I went on your LinkedIn profile and it's a real mess. Like it doesn't say what you do really. It doesn't say what your distinguishing points are. There's lots of accountants out in the world. Could we have a conversation? I'd love to provide your LinkedIn profile review and just like outline for you some key, key pointers that you could be using. And they said, no, thank you. Our campaign is um, already generating leads. And it's, it's kind of like if you throw mud at a wall, something will stick. Um, so they were getting leads. and But were they getting the loyalty from those leads? Because most people don't leave their accountant unless they're unhappy with their accountant. So what they were doing was they were throwing mud at the wall and something was landing on somebody who wasn't quite happy with their accountant and they would like to leave, which means they're only coming to the new accountant because they didn't like what they had before. They weren't coming to the new accountant because they really felt inspired by what was being offered, that they felt that they could get something that was really distinguished and different and that would really re revolutionize their business and how they operate. And that it would, and there was nothing that was going to create that relationship with them that would create that loyalty of, oh my goodness, I found the best people to work with now. I'm so glad you messaged me because I love your approach and this is what I've been really looking for. And if you can fulfill these promises, I will be your client for life. And that's what you're really after. It's not just somebody buying a function. You want them to buy a vision. And that's why your LinkedIn profile is really important and why just sending messages via campaign, um, you know, in inbox messages as a campaign and, you know, getting something back as a, as a, um, some leads isn't really going to benefit you in the long run because you will show up to them as somebody who could help and they go, do you know what? Yeah, actually I am interested because I'm not happy with my account and I'd be interested in looking elsewhere. But then they'll go to a networking event and there'll be another account and they go, oh yeah, I did think the other day I might change my account. Why don't we have a conversation as well? And you end up that person having three or four conversations but nothing about anyone is standing out 
So you, those people will just be buying a commodity, which is what we don't want on LinkedIn. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about that, I really recommend you go back to episode one, where I really go through what it is to be a commodity and these things in a, in a different kind of way. So, so, you know, it is a numbers game. And when you do the numbers game, you get maybe 10 leads for every 100, which really sounds very good, actually. Um, just don't f- remember what those 90 people are left with as an impression of you. Um, that there is no relationship, that you're just after what they they want. Are you actually going to be someone that contributes to their network? Are you going to be someone who comments on their, their content? What I recommend is you do inbox people with a really genuine message, which I'm not going to go into in this call. But then you actually go to their content, and you start liking and commenting on it and saying something really, really valuable and championing their cause and what they are about. Because that's going to build relationship and loyalty. And if they're not a prospect they'll start to learn what you do and they'll probably recommend you to other people um, because now you're part of their life and their community. And if they, you are, if they are a prospect, um, then that person will likely go, oh, actually, I've been looking for this. Can, can we have a conversation? So, yeah. So myth number five, should I be sending campaign messages via inbox? The answer is no. You hate it when people do it to you. Don't do it to other people. Um, so myth number six, I shouldn't or I should connect with everyone. Now, this is a really, really interesting one. As an expert looking for business, accepting all invitations will grow your network really fast and increase your potential reach. So why not? Um, unless, of course, you, you're worried that having that connection will have a negative impact on your network. So that could be that the person has really bad morals <laughs> or it could be that they actually sell something very similar to you, um, that they could see who you're connecting with, also connect with those people and then swoop in underneath you, um, which hopefully wouldn't ever happen because what you're doing is absolutely great. But I know that that's a real concern for a lot of people. Um, so just, yeah, it's how you feel based on your industry and what you're doing. Um, you might not want to connect with everybody who is doing exactly what you're doing because seeing their updates and seeing what they're up to, it can be really kind of off-putting. You can do that whole thing of comparing yourself and saying, oh, this person's better than me. This person's doing greater than me. And that can have a real impact on your day, in your mindset. Um, so if you are somebody who does struggle like that, then I would say maybe just Go, write them name down and go check them out every now and then and see what their content is but maybe don't accept the connection um and, and frankly quite a lot of people who reach out to me saying stuff like similar to what I do they're actually offering me what they do and I'm like did you look at what I offer because <laughs> why would I buy your service when I do exactly the same myself um so just have a think about it before you actually you know if you want to take those people on but generally I wouldn't judge a book by its cover I would accept anyone who is coming to ask you to accept I would send them back a message um thanking them for their invitation and asking them why they thought to connect what they'd like to get from being connected with you um in my book uh expert economy as well as my book the what to put on your linkedin profile i actually have a template message that you can use to send back to people which is really really easy i use something called um oh i'm just gonna have to click my computer now remember what it is um text expander for the mac and i think it's called phrase express on the um, pc and basically you can just load up all your key phrases in there and then you just run a combination like semicolon 
and the whole message will just appear. So when I put someone's LinkedIn profile up, I have to send them security information and for them to change their LinkedIn profile and entrust it to me and what the process is of getting that, that just protecting their account really. And so I just do semicolon password and like three or four paragraphs appear and then I just write in a fake pa- a temporary password for them to use for the day whilst I log in and, and do the work and then I tell them to come out of it. So yeah, so these things can really speed up and you just send them back this message um, and get the conversation going. You don't want to say too much. Um, you can send that message before connecting with them so you can see if they actually do come back and what they say. Um, and if you actually want them into your network um, and then or you can just run the strategy that actually quite a lot of people don't respond to those kind of messages they were just on a clicking feast one day and you think actually just having their exposure to them is good so I'll send them the message but I will accept that message as well um, and just when you're sending out your invitation as well don't say too much information because if the person can immediately go but I don't want that service they aren't going to invite you into their network um, because they know that they don't want that service and all you're about is that service. You've made it really clear in your message. So that can get you um, not, you know, people not connecting with you. I also wouldn't say if you've got mutual connections because where does the discussion go from there? What can I say back to you? Um, it doesn't really give anything to get a conversation off and going. Um, and just think, you know, sometimes it's a blank message is fine because you're the one who's going to start that conversation off anyway. Um, so... I'm saying it from two different points there, aren't I? Um, consider like for yourself, um, when people are messaging you and they send you a black message, you've got something to go back with. Um, this is about them coming to you. What I wouldn't recommend you doing is you going out and clicking connect, 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 connect to everybody. Let's try and make this a bit more organic and a bit more sophisticated. Um, what you would do uh, for sure is at the end of a networking event you want to go through the list of people everyone who signed up and you want to go through and connect with everybody at that networking event uh, because all of them have the same objective of meeting you that day you may have got to speak to them they may have not attended or you may not have attended but there is that common connection of wanting to, to network together by the fact that you signed up for an event so yes let's connect with those people on LinkedIn there's a common purpose and a common reason but please do not just go around click click clicking and adding people to your network because you just want that bigger following it's not going to do you any benefits similar to what I was saying in myth two and three so myth seven is I need to pay for premium now what's interesting about premium is it's the it's a package on LinkedIn that most people know about and premium actually is for job seekers it's not actually for people like you and me who are selling our services so for people selling their services, the better package is something called Sales Navigator. Now, both of these packages are really expensive. They're around £70 a month. And the first question I want to ask you with that is, are you really going to get return on investment? If you were to win one contract of £4,000, you could say, yes, I got return on investment. But when I tell you that actually all the features within Sales Navigator um, are are some of them sales navigators advance premium is giving you more of a more ability on top of what you already get on LinkedIn in the free account so in the free account you can do searches and you can save three searches in premium you can save an endless number and um, you can send in message emails which is you can just do 25 a month which really isn't very much 
Um, in Sales Navigator, what you can do is you can make an account. So you can find a business you want to target, you can make an account for that company. And then everybody that looks interesting within that company or the decision makers that might be involved in buying a product like yours, you can attach them to that account. And then the newsfeed that comes through from there will update you on what those people have been saying or doing so that you can jump in and, and add valuable content to comments to their 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 celebrations their questions their polls whatever it is and get start showing up in their feeds um, and there's a few quite a number of other features in there but you've got to look at how many sales you actually want to convert because if you are a bigger organization with a sales team and you've got the ability to send to sell a lot then you are going to be like, well, actually, it's not going to be £70 for one £4,000 contract. It's actually going to be 10 £4,000 contracts, which is 40000 Wow, that's a really good return on investment. We're going to go for that. But as expert entrepreneurs, we're really looking for between two and four um, new clients per month, depending on where our capacity levels are and how big and overwhelming the assignments we take on are. Um, so when you think of it in those terms, that volume of sales does not justify the amount of activity and options that LinkedIn is giving to you. And all of it, you can actually do it within what you've already got. Um, the ability to connect with people, message people, build a relationship, bring them to a sales appointment. We can do all of that on the free account. Now, I'm not being cheap here. If LinkedIn had like a £10 a month account with a few features, I would be very happy to give them my money because obviously they do great work. Um, they really provide an, an amazing tool. Um, wow, it's, it's an incredible tool. Like I didn't have that when I started my business in 2005. Um, so yeah, it's um, it's really, really valuable and really important. Um, as, a, as a platform and no, you don't need to be paying for it. So the other myth is you need to be spending time on LinkedIn every single day. And the general advice that's out there is nine minutes a day to make it work. Now, there is something to be said about the activity and being active and commenting on other people's um, status updates, liking, sharing, you know, just being part of that community and, and part of that vibrance, not just a lurker, not just an observer, but somebody who gets involved with the conversation and gets things moving on the platform. All of those things will um, increase your visibility and your, um, yeah, your chance of booking those sales appointments. If, of course, from that visibility, your LinkedIn profile backs up what you do, it gets people's attention, it interrupts their day um, and has them go, wow, what is this? This, 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 I need this. Or that can tell somebody else about it and it connects to that kind of self to that sales appointment I shouldn't say kind of there because it is a natural thing and um, it connects to your sales appointment and your sales funnel so they cut they read it and go yeah I want to be on I want this um so just being on the platform for no reason other than I'm told to be on there night for nine minutes a day I'm going to go connecting and doing all these things it'll get me results the answer is no it won't get you results, not if it's not lined up with a really clear sales appointment, um, a really professional point platform as to why that person should spend time with you. A clear outline of how you help people so that they can go, well, I can see myself doing that. This is really interesting. This person's really credible. All the things on the LinkedIn profile, you know, all of these things have to come together. So, you know, when it comes to like, I don't know how to use LinkedIn. These would be the reasons why you're not getting results from LinkedIn and you don't know what to do. Because when you actually have strategy, 
all of this makes sense. It all, everything you do, you don't have to do the same thing 10 times. Um, you know, like click here, click here. I'll send 10 messages out today. I'll come out on 10 things. You don't have to do that. You can be much more soulful and just find your way around it because you're out there to build relationships to get that sales appointment. So when thinking about a sales appointment, just think, but why does someone want to speak to me? What is it about me that should make that person interrupt their day and speak to me? And when they have that sales appointment, not only do you want it to sound really valuable and an exchange that gets people talking and and wanting it, um, you also need to structure it really, really carefully as well. So it can still, it feels genuine, but there are some real key milestones in a sales appointment that you have to take in order for you to be able to ask the buying question at the end and also to pitch your product correctly for the person you're speaking to. So if you are interested in learning about how to structure your, your, your sales appointment, how to put that diagnosis diagnostic together, all of those things are covered in the Expert Economy Strategy course, which you can find on the website under programs. Um, and you might find it in one of the emails I've sent you about recent updates as well. So these just are so important to get these skills down because well even if you weren't losing LinkedIn the sales appointment is everything um so just to really go over the sales appointment it has a a sales appointment has a clear structure that allows you to control the conversation and puts the other person at ease it helps your prospect to diagnose the extent of their problem and whether they need to invest in a solution it provides you with the information needed to advise on the situation and whether you are the best person to help It supports your prospects' natural buying decisions so they feel comfortable with what they've bought um, and they're, they're, oh, I think I went through this in episode one, that trust is there and that ability to listen to you and get results is there because they're really happy with their decision. Um, And it makes asking for the sale a really simple thing. If you were there giving a diagnostic and then you say, do you want to buy from me? You're going to lose rapport. And it's going to come out of nowhere. So there's a really important question we have to ask right at the beginning. We have to state in order for them to actually ask us, and how how can you help me? What's the price? That's the best price to be. Um, And even if they don't ask that, for you to bring it up in the conversation because you said this thing right at the very beginning. Um, and also the, the sales conversation is for an agreed set amount of time. So it's not a two hour conversation. It's not an interruption to their day when they should have been doing something else. It's booked in the diary. We know it's going to be an hour um, or 30 minutes, 45 minutes. 30 minutes is great. Um, we know that what we've got to cover in order to find out everything we need in order to make the, the sale. And that's really important for our time sensitive businesses as expert entrepreneurs. So... The next myth is um, my LinkedIn profile should talk about me. The answer to this is yes, as much as it is no. The reason is, is because nobody cares about you until you become relevant to them. So actually what we need to be doing is really pitching the situation, the problem that we're going to solve and really interrupting their day and then telling them all the things that we do in relationship to how it's relevant to them. Now, I've got a whole book called What to Put on Your LinkedIn Profile for this. There will be other episodes um, coming out. And you can also go to my website, www.theprofile.company. That's the full word, theprofile.company. The full word company you need to write there. And you will um, you can learn all about how to fill in the different sections of your LinkedIn profile with this kind of it's not about me uh, approach. Myth um, 10 is I need to be making video content and going live. 
This is great to have. Let's just say it's absolutely great to have and it's going to do you absolutely no harm. But it's not entirely necessary. So if you don't feel ready for it or you don't feel that it's for you, you don't have to do it. Um, because it's all about that relationship building at the end of the day. When you start doing video content and going live, you're really starting to edge over towards that influencer um, kind of kind of approach. But you know what? When you just write something clever on somebody's um, status update and you share some valuable insight and con- connect um, something really valuable, um, then then people sit up and take notice, and you can just say, "Hey, great! Do you want to connect? Great." Do you want to have a conversation? Great. And you're in. You're in with that sales appointment. So you absolutely don't need to be doing it to actually get a result. You so don't need to. But like I said, it's really, it is great to have. So in order to make all of this work and make our LinkedIn profile work, here are the takeaways that I want you to get from this. These are just things you're going to need in order to make LinkedIn work for you. You're going to need a structured sales appointment, which is really compelling that people want to sign up for. Because then when you offer it, people will say yes. And you don't have to offer it to too many people in order to meet your sales quota your sales appointment quota. The, the diagnostic needs to add value. It needs to interrupt that person's day. Just like I was talking about, like probably a really silly example, but I just got a really good feeling for it at the time I was saying it. Like there's this fight going on in the, in, in around the production and everything's falling apart. But that director of that company is still going to speak to you because they see it's going to add real value and actually move them forward and get them closer to, to solving that problem once and for all. You need packages and products that people want to buy. Now, when you do all the great work on LinkedIn, you get someone interested and they're coming on to uh, a call with you. If they don't know how you work ahead of speaking to you, your pitch, your pitch of the products and your solution is going to come left field. It's going to be like, oh, I've never considered doing that before. Oh, I I don't know. I'm going to have to go think about that. Um, It could work for us. I might need to speak to somebody. All of these things come up. But imagine what would happen if you'd already built a lot of rapport with a person and they couldn't wait to speak to you on the phone and they already had an idea of how you worked, your process and what kind of packages look like and they'd already been thinking about it over the 10 days or four days that they're waiting for an, ap- an appointment with you. They're going, yeah, do you know what? I could really see that working. If the package looked like this and we were doing that, then that would just be amazing. If I get on with this person on that call and they make a lot of sense to me, I'm going to go for it. You get on the call with that person, you make a lot of sense to them, they can see themselves working with you. The answer is yes, because they've already had that time to think. So putting them on your LinkedIn profile under the experience section for your company is really, really important. And just making sure that they're really readily available, because if you're customizing packages for every single person, you don't, A, you're using up a lot of time, but there's not that tangibility. Um, You also need to be clear about the problem that you are solving. It needs to be a problem that people really are talking about and having issues with and that you can be recognized. So your name comes up in all the right conversations. That as soon as someone says LinkedIn profile, Naomi Johnson, you need to speak to her. Um, growing my business as an expert selling my services, Naomi Johnson, you need to speak to her. You see what I mean? It's like you get known for that that problem. Um so also it's about building up that credibility and that reputation for solving a problem. LinkedIn and content that people recognize themselves in and they can diagnose that they have a problem. So that really goes back to um, how people buy, which I went through in episode one, that they, you start to cultivate your own prospects. So that's your 10, that's your 10 um, myths and my kind of 
you know, approach that I want you to take on that when you're sitting there saying, I don't know how to use LinkedIn, I'm pretty sure that the te- the technicalities are clicking buttons. You do know and you could figure out. There are some real clever techniques and de- deep things that you can learn and you can pay to go on a course and learn them. But unless you have that outcome, that knowing what you're going for, you will never use them. So you could do like a really clever bullion search and work out like, here's a thousand leads of people who match my criteria perfectly. And now what am I going to do with them? What am I going to say? So technically, you know how to run the bullion search, but then what? And you know what? There are some really clever things. And I really encourage you to start using hashtags and searching hashtags. Put it up in the search box, hashtag keyword, and see how other people are using that hashtag and comment because that's going to grow your network so fast. Um and get you known so you're not just commenting what's on your feed you're now commenting into the stratosphere of like where everybody else is that's talking about the same thing you can like congregate around the hashtag water filter if you like uh, water coolant water filter um so the uh, one of the bonus myths i just want to give you as well is that when someone says i get all my business through linkedin i'm just going to throw that out and say that's absolutely not true linkedin is a tool and firstly, if they get business, it's because they've got all these vital things in place. And second of all, they know how to use LinkedIn to leverage their offline and their online networking. So, um, and they know how to get the sales appointment because like I said, well, you can get all your sales appointments through LinkedIn, absolutely. There is also a lot to be said about knowing how to network, how to build relationships, how to build rapport, how to request and buy in from people and enroll them in your ideas and have them be part of what you're up to so that you know that you you gain even more momentum and you know going to networking events and knowing how to 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 follow up with everybody you meet there and to make an impression and that's not just through LinkedIn that is your lifetime network and like I talked about in the last episode episode um four about leveraging trust in your 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 business leveraging trust to succeed in your business and um, I talked about all the different pockets of people in your life that you're tapping into that you can you can leverage in order to get where you're going now that is a skill LinkedIn lets you do it but it's also a skill and it's also how you use your networking events on all your offline relationships so yeah it comes through LinkedIn but it's it's not because of LinkedIn it's not someone sitting there in an office in isolation going well I'm just making it all work from LinkedIn um, there's a lot that goes through in, in that as well, like your offline presence, your online presence, just so much more. So I'm just going to leave you with um, all of that. If you do want to really crack on with your LinkedIn profile, do come over to the profile company and on there you can get my ultimate guide to writing a LinkedIn profile. Um, it comes with a LinkedIn template. Um, you can also do the quiz on the website um, and get a rating for your current web, your current how you're doing. Um, so yeah, come and get those things, get your LinkedIn profile up and going. Why not reach out to me and actually ask me to review it? Just put your best foot forward in and don't do too much because, um, you know, I'll probably pull it apart and give you some new distinctions. Not that I'm cruel. Um, if you can do it brilliantly, which I have had one client use the guide and do it absolutely brilliantly. That's wonderful. I still love to have a conversation with you just to like, really see that my, my, my tools really work. Um, and also give you that confidence as well. So 
do reach out for a LinkedIn profile review. You can um, you can email me, you can find it on LinkedIn, connect with me on LinkedIn and um, tell me that's what you want. Just You can put that in your uh, invitation message, say, no, me, I listen to your podcast, can I have a LinkedIn profile review? I've put my best foot forward already. And then absolutely, I'm going to get you booked in and we can go through that with you. Um, so do make sure you've downloaded the book. All of these principles are written in there for you to just kind of like spend time with, delve into, consider, read back over um, and just take the time with it. So it's www.theexperteconomy.co.uk. You can get the book, have a read. And if you really think, yeah, this is the path I want to go down. I want to get these things sorted in my business. Then just reach out again and we can talk about the strategy course and getting you enrolled in one of our strategy course groups. Um, okay, so I hope you've enjoyed this this uh, podcast. Our next episode is why having startup cash is the worst thing for your new business. New episodes come out every Wednesday and uh, I look forward to speaking to you next time. Mm-hmm.